Ladies and gentlemen, here's Shirley Lin with In the Spotlight. Hello there. You've just tuned into In the Spotlight. I'm Shirley Lin, and with me in the studio, well, actually on the phone, is Anne Liao. And、um, I did actually interview her before, but she is a social entrepreneur, educator, and public speaker. She specializes in sustainability and green technology. And I am chatting with Anne again, just because we're in the midst of COVID, and just wonder if anything's different about her life and her entrepreneurship <laughs> and、um, everything that she's doing in life. But it sounds like she's doing pretty good. So let's meet Anne. Hi, Anne. Hi. Hi, Shirley. Nice to nice to have a chat again. Yeah, I know it's been a while, but anyway, how are things going for you? Anything new?、Mm. <laughs> really great <laughs> question.、Uh, well, COVID has affected,、um, I'm sure, many people's lives, including my own. Things are just a bit slower than usual, but、um, it's picking up back pace again. Good. What kind of things are are you busy with? Um, I'm working on a couple of different projects, but one of our main ones、uh, for the for the year is a food festival on Instagram. It's called the Future Burger Festival. Oh, that sounds yummy! <laughs> yes, <laughs> I guess what you've been doing before, even prior to COVID, has always been using electronics and online and everything. So this COVID hasn't really, really affected you in any way, has it? It has a lot, actually, because、oh, really? um, a big part of my job is education and public speaking. Oh,、um, right. Which means, you know, now we can't gather and we can't do workshops, we can't do public speaking.、Um, mm. So everything has been moved to online. But、yeah. luckily, because、um, Taiwan was,、uh, you know, handling COVID ver- very well for a year,、mm. uh, we had that kind of buffer period of thinking about everything on an online perspective and offline. Mm. Okay, so let's go back to this、um, burger. I only caught the word burger. <laughs> okay. So what is it about? Oh, it's basically a food security project、um, dedicated to you know safeguarding Taiwan's own uh, food, uh, food and agricultural industry. So as you know, climate change is affecting、um, you know everybody's lives, right? But a big part of this、um, that it, you know we should be worrying about is food supply. Um, you know, with with climate change, it means that there could be more drought. There could be a lot of、uh, weather issues.、Uh, we had a really bad drought in Taiwan、um, previous couple months ago. We did.、Um, and, yes, yes, and that really then affects the livelihood of、um, you know the agricultural industry. It means that you know if there's an issue with that, we can have like not enough food, right, to、mm. to safeguard our livelihoods. Um, and this is affecting every, you know, everyone down the line, right? From like very, very high end businesses like restaurants, all the way to very like, you know, everyday night market foods.、Mm-hmm. Um, and so this festival is really just a fun way to、um, educate the public about what's available in the world in terms of food technology, right?、Mm-hmm. Like in order for us to be safe and have enough food supply, we can't just rely on. You know the four seasons that we have like relied on for the past you know many many years, right?、Mm. Where we know that there's going to be、uh, rain at a certain time because now we don't know, right?、Yeah. It could be another drought, right? So, right. so it's really about focusing on Taiwan's own ecosystem. What technology do we have here? Educating the public. So we are working, you know, using the burger. The burger is really just an ecosystem. It, it's educating the public that.、Mm. You know, in in our own country, what do we have? Like, for example, a burger, a bun is made from you know 
wheat, right? Mm. Or or what kind of you know crops, right? Yeah. And then and then we have the patty, which is the protein. And then we have the cheese, which is the dairy, right? People, we we're trying to educate the public to dissect the food. So that they understand and they can feel kind of like, oh, what what could happen in the future that we won't have this anymore? So then, you know, we're working with chefs because chefs are the first line um, to to you know to be yeah. able to cook up something very interesting and good. Yeah. But they can use like the newest technology. Um, so yeah, we we're really trying to build something that's very interesting, fun, and tasty mm. for everybody. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so you're actually really um, like inventing tasty food. Yeah, well, we're inventing how to educate the public, really, okay. right? Yeah, okay. we, we're the, the whole focus is on food security. How do we make such a you know like non not that exciting subject for most people into something that's interesting for them to experience, which is real food. Um, right. So we're working with a uh, uh, an R and D company. Uh, kind of like a Beyond Meat, kind of like you know those big brands right now in the West, but it's a local Taiwanese company, right? And, and helping them to yeah, and helping them to like you know um, you know build up their their uh, you know base in in Taiwan locally, right? So we know that there's this stuff available here as well. It doesn't have to be flying in from overseas. It can be local. Ah, I see. So there are chefs in on this with you to educate people online. Yes. Yes, because uh-huh. chefs are also very creative. Like chefs that we're working with is mid-high end restaurants, and they're very creative. They they really love learning about technology and what's available, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so this is a great like we we are the bridges basically between like industry, the customer base, um, to create something that's together. We can learn together, yeah, mm-hmm. about how to be safer with our food. So this was your idea from scratch, was it? Yes. Mm. Yes. So what was <laughs> the company? Yeah. Yeah. So what was the very first thing you did? You got in touch with some chefs, or you, you try to find people who have the same idea as you, and you're a team, and you, that's how you got this educational thing going. How did you start well, I, on this? Mm, right. Um. So I've always been um, thinking about sustainability and climate issues mm-hmm. from a more consumer like perspective, right? Because I teach design thinking and design thinking is always looking at ways to kind of um, create different options for people that would really focus on the user's experience. Mm. Um, And so for me, it was really looking at there's a problem, which is food security. Mm. And um, as a consultant, I'm I'm always, you know, um, teaching, right, always educating um, with businesses about, you know, what they can do to better the environment or what they can do with technology to up, up kind of like raise their values a little bit as well as you know be more competitive in the market mm. so naturally you know um speaking with, uh, with a lot of people within the food industry a big issue is um that they want to be more sustainable but they don't believe well they what they see is that people are like the consumer is not really learning about this area so they wouldn't be paying extra or they wouldn't be you know interested enough to mm. support something new right, right. but as a you know, as an educator, I also know that's not true because a user is interested, but they use a different language, right? Mm. So it's really these different barriers that we're breaking because we we know that they care about the same thing, but they use different language. Mm. So we knew that there was already a base, there was already people interested in 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 being more sustainable with their food, interested in supporting um, new technology, but they don't know how to reach that new technology. Mm-hmm. And then the new technology inventors, right? The actual 
research and development、uh, businesses, they just don't know how to get to the consumer, right?、Mm. To to to, they don't have this bridge. So,、oh, so, so that's, that's really where we came in. Yeah,、oh, I yeah. see. You're listening to In the Spotlight with Shirley Lin. So, so your students, so to speak, that really hear you, you know,、um, you know, give these public speeches, are、yeah. businesses. Are yes, yes. So we do we do both yeah. actually. Okay. We have、uh, we 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 educate um corporates as well, like、uh, corporate training kind of style、yeah. um to speak about these issues. But we also directly go into like working with the with the FNB the the creatives. I would say the people that can really drive change and the technology. Um, so, so we are like consultants for each of them, so we can basically educate all of them at the same time. So you should be coming to RTI and giving one of these classes, maybe a series of these、to. classes. I would love to. Yeah. Yeah. When are you going to get around to approaching us? <laughs> oh, I would love to. I mean, you know,、um, so far we've we've been approached.、Um, our team is not that big.、Um, we we really strive for like you know quality, right? Yeah. So we're really trying to build a very Um, inclusive, holistic approach to sustainability and climate action,、mm. but through you know,、um, like we said, the consumer's perspective. That that you know, why do you want to invest in something? Right? It has to. You need to take away something fun with it too. You need to be interested.、Um, mm. So you know, we're always crafting、uh, projects that are exciting for us.、Um, mm. You know, our our the businesses that we're working with and the consumer. So it、mm. takes a lot of time, really, to 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 build. Yeah, but in terms of training, of course, we're really always happy to share, and we work with you know、uh, education like institutes as well. We work with、um, corporates, we work with students. Yeah,、so、a couple、mm. of my interns are only eighteen, you know, like seventeen, eighteen years old, and they're yeah, they're also getting educated from this perspective. All right, I mean, yeah, you know, now it's a summer vacation, so obviously, you know, students. You know, they'll be bored staying at home all the time, and、yeah. so they can do some internship, like something like with、yes. you, yeah. Yes, yes. Oh, okay. Yes, well, yes. food, I think, is on the mind of everybody,、um, no matter whether it's COVID or not, right? Yes. And so, yes. I think、um, even here at RTI, we used to have a cafeteria downstairs, and we used to have、uh, this couple that actually cooks our food and everything. But then they moved. Half a year, more than half a year ago now, and、um, that's because with COVID,、uh, people could, you know, actually outside people can order the food from our cafeteria, you know, and so so cheap because they use like employees'、um, privilege, you know, and so yes, credit, yeah, yeah, credit. And the thing is that um, um, with COVID, you know, these outside people can only order takeouts. So they, after a while, they decided that they they just want to move away, you know, and、uh, allow dining, I guess, because they make more money that way, I'm sure. But、um, mm. but that meant other cafeterias or other businesses couldn't come in or didn't feel like coming in because they still have to only allow takeouts. So we are in the middle of nowhere because <laughs> we don't have a Seven Eleven next door or anything like that. Not even a supermarket、oh, or restaurants, and so.、Um, You know, now we are putting a lot of emphasis when it comes to lunchtime. You know, we're going to order these lunch boxes so that we can feed ourselves out here, out of you know, in nowhere. And so,、right. it's a big issue, you know. And we're always like comparing like different places, how the good the food is, and should we continue to order from them or not? But I think it'll be good for us to be educated about like you know why it's so hard for these you know food businesses to stay to stay operating. 
because all this food issue and food security issue is so much more than just you know stuffing food in our mouth and then being satiated. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a whole supply chain issue. Yeah. Um, that starts with the climate, really, um, mm. and you know, with the different risks um, that we are everybody is facing. You know, whether that be you know the the rainwater issue, freshwater supply, um, to various different kinds of. Um, um, viruses, you know, mm. kind of like popping up everywhere and people are not able to go work in the field, right? Or they're not able to work in the factory, then who creates the food? Yeah. Um, there's so many different areas that we need to think about to be yeah. smarter and more intelligent and more agile. So if let's say um, traditionally things were done in a certain way, now we have to think about kind of combining other powers. Um, like, you know, for example, you don't, you know, people wouldn't think that, oh, we can grow like meat, right? Like real meat mm. in a lab and then have like a 3D printed steak, right? That's going to be the future, um, yeah. cellular sort of farming. Um, and and it's not it's not as strange as people think because what really it is, is we, you know, it's just cells. And if you grow it in the lab, you're able to like concentrate and it's hygienic and it's in a safe area. Right. Um, and it's not extra other like chemicals or anything. It's really just like cells and then turning into like actual meat and protein. So you're really doing something similar to beyond, what is it, beyond meat? Yeah, so we are not. We we are not creating these different products. We are the oh. bridges between them and the consumer. Okay. So we are the educators really to to explain, you know, how it goes, but oh. from a perspective of a benefit, benefiting everybody, like looking for that win-win a perspective of how do we, you know, um, still live well, right? Like mm. it's not just good enough to just live, right? Living mm. is just as long as you're breathing, you have enough food and you have water, you can basically live. But to live well and healthy, mm. I mean, that's to thrive mm. is what we are trying to aim for in social innovation. Yeah. And Liao is just such an incredible speaker. And that was just a lot of information packed into 15 minutes about educating people and corporations on the importance of food and sustainability. Well, next week, we'll be learning more from Anne Liao and also about her eating habits, whether it has changed since COVID. For In the Spotlight, I'm Shirley Lin. 